0: parental guidelines have always been a slippery slope. I mean, after all, who loves scary movies more than kids? Even though children these days have more access to adult content, it doesn't seem as if they rush to it as our generations did. A 10-year-old me would have literally done anything to get an R-rated slasher in my hands. Be it trading tapes with a fellow prepubescent fright junkie like myself, or tricking my mom in the video store that Jason goes to hell is a religious movie. There was no pride when it came to my tactics acquire horror by any means necessary. Cinematic terror was my drug. I learned everything I could from it. And if I'm being honest, I can confidently say I learned more about the female anatomy from scary movies than I had from any health class teacher. These were movies you didn't wanna watch with your parents because if your parents liked it, there's no way it could be cool, right? Wrong. It's rare, but it can be done. Family horror movies. The list of great ones is small, but the film we're talking about today is at the top of the list. The Cream of the Crop. This flick is none other than Toby Hooper's 1982 classic, Poltergeist. 1982 was right in the middle of the slasher canon, so to have a legendary director like Toby who gave us Texas Chainsaw give us something so wholesome yet downright fucking scary is an absolute testament to his legacy. And my favorite part about the movie is it illustrates the strongest thing this earth has ever seen, a family. Together they have to overcome this possessed house and find a way out together. The impact of this film is still felt today, and we're gonna do our best to pay tribute to it. So without any further introduction, here is our take on Poltergeist.
1: You scared the shit out
0: of me. <laughs> yeah, I really uh, am. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, th- I thought you were doing it for the, the camera. I was like, "Are you drop something?"
1: <laughs> I wasn't Uh-oh. expecting that boom at all. <laughs> <laughs> boom.
0: Oh, welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramy. And back again for another week clapping them cheeks and making me
1: laugh. Mr. Rosark Mark, what's going on, dog? Hello, Christian Ramey. Welcome back to it. We are here again. We are, man. For you here on the airwaves or the 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 you know, the tube you. Mm-hmm. For you. Mm-hmm. Back again with another another fantastic, scary movie to talk about here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast. Dunstan checks in.
0: Mm-hmm. Dude, we should really do it one time. We really should. I think if we did Dunstan Checks in, it would be a great time, and I think you and I would love to do it. Sure. You know, or or just throw the people off, because we have a lot of favorite movies. One time, promise me this before we get into this, we're going to do Analyze This and Analyze That at one time in our lives. <laughs> I don't think we can, dude. We won't be able to <laughs> You know- <laughs> <laughs> like can we have like a watch party with those or like just have somebody record us watching those that would be the funny like if you're looking for like a blooper reel um that movie's too funny
1: dude that was one of my favorite movies <laughs> and for- hands down favorite movies to watch with you i should say because if i watch it with anybody else it's not going to be as funny as it is if i watch it with you <laughs> <laughs> something about like you know like, how many times in my life I've said that's fucking weird. That's fucking weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every time something's weird, I have to say it like that. I, there's
0: something funny about the gangsters because they're so like, uh, you know, hey, like I'll kill somebody, but at the same time they're so like sensitive and they're like nice dressers and they like take care of your family. There's just like a funny like paradox in that, and I think those movies really nailed it on the head.
1: Oh, absolutely. But Billy, Billy Chris, today's man. movie, Christian Ramey, Cycle back here. We are talking about Uh-oh. Poltergeist. Well,
0: we are ta- 1982. Yes, we're talking about Poltergeist, folks. And there's sometimes some controversy around who was the director. But this is a Toby Hooper movie, even though Steven Spielberg helped out a lot too. But have no doubt about it. This is a Toby Hooper movie. People are like, who the fuck's Toby Hooper? Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Toby Hooper, that one. Yeah. That guy. That guy. So, folks, this is a groundbreaking film for many different reasons. And we're going to cover, we're going to broach many different topics here. Um, A, the impact of this movie, how great it was to, like, for a family horror movie. We love that kind of stuff. We started to see a lot of those in the 80s. Um, We're also, like, you know, sometimes you do, like, I I saw that Shudder did, like, an episode of Cursed Films on this. And it's, I do enjoy that, but I don't really like to play some of the bad things that came out of like, you know, a few of the actors passed away, folks, that were in this movie. And that's not what this episode is all about, per se. Um, We will cover that and kind of broach that, but I I don't want this to be like a, you know, hey, something crazy. You know, I don't know. It's just sad that actors passed away, but these were kids and stuff, so... This isn't some kind of supernatural. We want to get down to the impact of this film and what it really meant to everyone. Because sometimes you have horror movies, and most of the times, what happens, folks, is they're adult-oriented. You got some boobies in there. You got some sex stuff. You got some drugs, some drinking, or just some stuff that's just too scary. Very rarely do you have a movie that's aimed for a family and is still pretty fucking creepy is still pretty terrifying and still done very well. This was um this is at the babe stages of some CGI, you know, as far as for the 80s and they were brave and adventurous and I'm uh I'm actually very happy for them swinging for the fences because it made a very great film. I feel like your parents know poltergeist. I mean, like, not just your specific, I'm speaking to the audience as well, but this is a movie that crossed many, many different audiences, and it's kind of a like a, I mean, not being corny, but it really is an honor to, like, talk about this kind of movie because we may be the only critics and, you know, quote-unquote critics that talk about this movie that somebody might hear. They might know Poltergeist, but they might not have, like, a spin from a critic or, you know, what have you, and that's kind of an honor, man. This is a huge legendary film. And if you guys are unfamiliar with it, I guess we can give him a little synopsis. Does that sound fair? Do you like that idea?
1: Yes, yes, oh, I he's do. He's a fan. Yes, I do. He's
0: a fan of the idea. So, what happens, guys? First off, we got a you know great cast, but Craig T. Nelson, he's the dad in the family. Okay, he's got three kids. <clears throat> What he does is work in real estate, kind of like sells houses. They're building like little subdivisions and building them by the masses. And he owns a home with one of them. Perfect, idyllic family. Two daughters, middle kids, a son. It's just perfect family. That's what made this movie touch home. We'll get into that later. Eventually... The youngest daughter, who's about five or six, she starts having weird paranormal experiences where she's like talking to the TV, and like the mom's starting to get kind of freaked out. But this is like an old, like, uh, not old, because um, what's her name? Uh, Mary Beth Williams is that her name? She's um, Joe Beth Williams. Joe Beth Williams. Why I say Mary
1: Beth? Um, I don't know, because Joe Beth is not a normal name.
0: I know, but I know her, dude. She's like, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, dude. She's hot. I mean, she's old now, and I'd still probably bang her as an old lady, but she is so hot in this movie to me. I don't know what it is about her. It's just her approach as a mom and her, like, openness to what's going on. Because most times in horror movies, what do you have? The kids go to the parents, and they're like, Get the fuck out of here. What, you got crazy? I'm like, Mom, it's Fred Krueger. And she's like, Wait a minute. Fred Krueger, is in your dreams. Go fuck yourself. You know, like, then no one cares about the kids. But in this particular movie, they did. I liked that a lot. I liked that a lot. I'm a father of three, two daughters, middle kid as a son. It rings home, but it rang home before that. All right, anyways, aside from her being hot and being a good mom, she starts to notice weird things happening around the chairs, or like around the house, because her chairs keep moving around. Wow. So she's like one of those, uh, she's always telling the kids to push the chairs in, And every time she goes back behind him and pushes him in, she'll turn around a couple minutes later and they'll be pushed out. And she's like, what the fuck? Well, then she starts talking with her youngest daughter. She's like, is it the TV people that you've been talking to inside the TV? Because the daughter will just look into a static TV and just start talking to it. You know, they're like, what the fuck? But the mom's kind of got that like weird astrology searching spiritual kind of like vibe. And that's why I like her. And, um, you know, eventually the daughter gets kidnapped into the spirit world by these spirit people, but she can communicate with them through the house, through the TVs. The family has to find a way to save their daughter and get them out of there and their other kids. Turns out at the end that their house was built on an Indian burial ground, this new subdivision that they've been building— there were graveyards there before. They just removed the headstones, but not the bodies. So everything's all fucked up and haunted, and the family lives. They're sequels. They're sequels, folks. So I think that's pretty prevalent and pretty well-known. But I think in a nutshell, that's a premise that you guys can sit with. <clears throat> but back to the family part. These people being such a tight family, such a normal family, not your... uh. Hello, uh leave it to Beaver family. Hello there, son. How are you? I'm doing well, Dad. Ha ha ha. Love my homework. Maybe I can play some ball after. Like that, no one talk, no one acts like that. You know, and you can tell a sitcom style of family relationship. This was real. Like the mom and dad were smoking joints in the bedroom, like after the kids went to bed, but it wasn't like some weird like Cheech and Chong stoner thing, man. They
1: were just two people in love, just loving their life. Uh, it's just <laughs> casual, like, "Oh, you roll me one, yeah."
0: <laughs> he, he was trying, and they like dropped it <laughs> off. Oh, you, know, you do it. <laughs> oh, you know the funniest part about that scene is like, there's a wicked storm. There's a wicked fucking storm going on, and um. The kids, they're, the son's about like maybe 10 and the daughter's like five, six, somewhere in that, in that range. And they're smoking these joints and the sun comes in and he's like, you know, I'm afraid of the storm. He's like, all right, I'll put you in bed. And he goes back in there. He's talking to the daughter and the son. And he's like, hey, if you see lightning, count the seconds in between the thunder. And if it gets longer every time it happens, it means the storm's going away, and I bet you that's what's going to happen. Well, it doesn't. Like, it, like what was really funny was like as soon as that happened, it just cuts to a scene where the kids are both in bed asleep with mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but that's so relatable, you know. It's so relatable. Here's mom and dad smoking a joint, trying to love each other. You think it's about to be a fun night with them, and then fucking kids are sleeping in bed with you. It, it, sometimes that shit just happens, and that's just the way the you know the cards fall down. But it was an honest family, and I'm not kidding, dude. Joe Beth. Joe Beth. I don't know what it is about her in this It's more than Phil in Black Christmas. It's more so than Phil in Black Christmas. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But I love the style of uh, Mother She Is. I love that, man, Like, because um, her kid starts having weird shit going on, and she doesn't really... Um, Bust their balls about it. She's like, What do you mean? Like, she's just trying to be so receptive. And I love that. I love those movies where families end up winning. Even though Last House on the Left is brutal, there's some pretty intense sexual assault scenes. But
1: just a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's a very intense scene in that movie. But parents get revenge the family gets revenge and that redemption is the the crux of the movie to me not the bad thing and i just i love that so much to me i like yes this is a horror movie but to me at the bottom of this it's like just such a strong family movie of like what the hell would your family do if some shit went down like what what do you do what the hell do you do and and, and another thing with me is The son in this movie, Robbie, there's something about a boy before he's, like, really grown into himself, before he's, like, you know, like, I'll beat your ass, but, like, a little boy, because he, like, wants to be tough and brave, and everything he looks up to, I don't care if it's, like, wrestling, or, like, comic books, or Star Wars, or whatever the hell it is, you look up to heroic, brave characters, and since you're little, you have bro code. You're like, no, leave no man behind. Like, when you're little, we have that, you know? I, I don't know what that is, but it's so funny to see this little boy's fear throughout the movie because you're like, oh, fucking poor kid. He's just sitting there, like, watching a fucking storm, and you're like, do you remember what it's like to be that age and that, just be vulnerable? Plus <laughs> a
1: clown staring at you, a creepy clown. And it's like, that thing starts moving. He's just like, <laughs> like, you can't, you know, you know there's a point when you're a little kid, like, you were so scared at some point, you're like, You you don't know what to do. You just like you gotta focus on breathing. Like that's the first thing. Well, girls get
0: the option to scream, you know. Girls get the ah you know, the 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 terrified I'm going to scream till everyone comes and helps. But like as a boy, you're trained, don't cry. You deal with it like a fucking man. So, like, you've got this, like, Mm-mm, I'm not scared. Oh, it's not real. It's not real. And, like, I thought this kid would killed it, this whole movie of just trying to, like, be brave, but he's just so fucking scared. <laughs> <laughs> like, I tell you what, as a Star Wars fan, though, there are some pretty sick memorabilia this kid has. Did you see that C-3PO light switch he had? No. Oh, dude, it's fucking sick. It's his head. Oh, it is? you're not a big star wars guy no. but you know who c3po is the mm. robot guy the gold yeah. guy
1: mm-hmm.
0: he had a light switch like it was the light switch panel but it was his whole head and I was like oh that's fucking sweet man but that Chewbacca i I, I love this kid's room it's just like the coolest like um it just reminds me of childhood just the the posters and the in the sports memorabilia the Star wars the fantasy head the an, an aliens poster it's just really cool to me.
1: Yeah, you could definitely tell this is a different time period, too, when this movie was made. Because uh, when those guys are digging her, their pool, their yard for the pool, and they're like teenage daughters. And, like, what is she, like, a senior, a junior, a okay, sophomore so
0: or something? In real life, Dominique Dunn, I think, was in her 20s when filming this. But she was supposed to be a senior
1: in high school. Right, okay, so she's a senior in high school, like, going out with a backpack and with a bike okay like if a girl comes out with a backpack and a bike and a school shirt she's too young for you dog yeah that's and a child all, yeah and they're all cat calling her like, eh, and the mom's just like oh yeah whatever like she doesn't do anything about it like what like these dudes just hit on a high school girl like theoretically <laughs> i thought that those <laughs> you know I mean? guys were like, some that's... of
0: the best humor in the movie and uh i've I don't know what we'll find out later. What your favorite part is, but like I feel like those guys are incorporated into one of your favorite parts of the movie, just because they make me laugh. Like do you remember when he was fucking when he came into the window, <laughs> he started eating. Just, well, he took like so they're they're working on the pool right, and the the got their kitchen window open. And this fucking guy who's working on the pool just has his whole body inside of the window and he just takes the wooden spoon and he grabs like a spoonful of cooking chili that this mom is making. Like, I mean, she's not in the kitchen. He just fucking puts the whole spoon in his mouth. Like the whole fucking thing. Like he didn't like put it on a cracker and take a bite. This motherfucker put the whole wooden spoon in his mouth. And then and he throws, drank a coffee. Yeah, There's some good coffee. Boy, well, you sure do know how to make some good coffee. I don't know why it seems so funny to me. I don't know either. That guy seems like not a bad guy, but he's just not smart. No. <laughs> like, you
1: know. Dude, what would you do, honestly, if you went into your kitchen and a chair moved by itself across the room, and then you put it back and then it moves again. Like, what would you do? Like, how would you really react to that? Because she's like excited, like, something's going on. Would you think it's paranormal at first, or would you think it's some kind of tectonic electrical force from the earth shifting, or some weird shit, or some vortex in the fucking earth, or something? Like, I don't know how I would react to that.
0: Us being us, and like this, the host of the sloppy horror, and like, you know, the co host, like, I'm just gonna, like, if something like that happened, it's like, not like I'm petrified, but it's like, hey, I'm gonna let you know right now that ain't right and we're getting the fuck up out of here like I don't we're not gonna stay here to figure this shit out and especially once it started getting crazy when she put her daughter down in that circle and then
1: the daughter okay once the daughter moved I was like alright now it's time to go. <laughs> Craig but T. Like,
0: Nelson it was a great dad, too, because he you, he was scared. He no, he's was like, like what right, the fuck? He's
1: like, nobody go in the fucking kitchen until I figure this out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, they put it on dad. Yeah, she's jazzed up. But like I said, she's kind of like astrology and kind of like, you know, ooh, I'm spiritual. <laughs> they, What's happening? they thing? go over
1: to that neighbor's house, that them and fight with the TV. Clicker on, <laughs> dude. That's a great scene. Yes. <laughs> well, first the beginning, like it's the, there's some guy. He's on a he's on a bike and he's got a thing of beer, and he's like going through the neighborhood. Okay, and these two and the kids in the neighborhood like run out, get him, make him wreck with their two remote controls. Right. So he, well, they got so, an RC car. Yeah. yeah so he, like, they cut in front of his bike. Yeah. So he eats shit and the beer's going everywhere. So he just he just. Uh, grabs whatever he can and goes to their house and one of the beers is just spraying everywhere but he don't give a fuck. <laughs> you
0: comes in the room. I was like,
1: I was like, why the fuck? Because I haven't seen this since I was like a little fucking kid and I barely remembered any of it. So I'm like, why the hell is this guy going in the house with a beer spray? And I was like, oh, I get it. Okay, there's a football game on. Okay. Yep. If they're...
0: if it's like a playoff game for no, you. The
1: Bengals are in the playoffs. Okay. Well, technically, it would be two days ago when this episode comes he out. He didn't even
0: fight the kids. He just no, dealt with the trip. Dude, He's like, I don't, dude, I don't give a
1: fuck. Dude, I, no, I wouldn't give a fuck. I would grab whatever beer I got. If you, if, if we were watching a game at your house, you want me to go get beer, that happened to me, there would be beer around your house. I will go, fuck. Like, I'm getting back to the TV. <laughs> but, kids these days wouldn't understand that remote control scene, I don't think.
0: Um, you don't think so?
1: Kids still have re- remote control cars.
0: No, no, no. I'm talking about the television and the clicker. Oh, Yeah. You know, they both had, like, the neighbors <laughs> each had cable boxes, but they're like, so the neighbors, <laughs> on on the same walls of their house, they had, uh, you know, their TVs were close to each other, so the neighbor on this window had a TV, and then... <laughs> their family had the TV there so every time one would change the channel it would change the channel on their neighbor's TV and they'd get pissed so all these fucking guys are yelling at the TV and the football and it just keeps switching back to Mr. Rogers <laughs> he goes out to his neighbors he's like I'm trying to watch the game here it's a big game he says hey my kid wants to watch Mr. Rogers <laughs> he's got a fucking big cigar and they like getting this little like clicking more back and forth it's such a something I would do they're like fuck you <laughs> fuck you Try to watch it now, cocksucker.
1: But, uh, <laughs> after they find the chair moving and everything, I love how they go to that same guy's house. They're like, hey, you know, Ben. <laughs> like they're fucking Like it. They keep getting mosquitoes, and he's just, oh, I haven't, mosquitoes haven't bit me. They beat you? No. <laughs> like they try to ask him if, if something weird's happening. Funny. Dude, that
0: was a funny scene. Yeah, they went to their neighbor's house seeing what's going on, and... And their chemistry—they were in a movie. Uh, fuck, what movie was that where they were together? Uh, Craig T. Nelson and uh, Joe Beth Williams. I forget what fucking movie that is. All right, it'll come to my brain. But they have chemistry, and it's obviously apparent. Yeah, they were great parents. They were great parents. Once, I here's the question mark. Once your kid or, like, your loved one goes missing in a ghost spirit world, how do you take that? How do you take that? Who are you getting for help? I mean, these people got paranormal people, but, like, where's your first go? Where's your first go? Zach Bagans. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog. Oh, My I'm girlfriend is stuck in a TV. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't know who else to call. Like, he's the only legit dude. He's got a museum of shit. Like, he's got to know what to do. Ghost- or he knows somebody that knows what to do.
0: Ghostbusters, what do you want? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was just... Those paranormal people crack me up.
0: They do. They do.
1: The par- I don't care what... It- it's always every movie that has paranormal. The paranormal people that they get to come to the house are always hilarious and always a good time. Did you see I the that uh, house? He gets there and... Um, you know that I think it's what's that? Uh, it's the black guy there. He's like, yeah. Once I I recorded a car moving across the room, went one to the end of. It's like took, it was over five hours, but it moved. And he, and then uh, Steve the dad's like, oh yeah, okay. And he opens the door and shit's just floating around, spinning around, around <laughs> in this room like, like
0: it's normal. Uh. Honestly, the acting is supreme. I thought the kids did great. The fear of the son, the the youth of the daughter. I mean, Heather O'Rourke, I mean, rest in peace. She passed away, like, uh, after the third one. She just, um, which is super sad, but sometimes people say, like, the movie was cursed, and that's why. And I think that's really unfair to do to the parents, because that's a real person. Well, why do
1: they say the movie's cursed? Well, just sum it up. We don't have to go into it too long. I know you don't want to dwell on it, but like why?
0: There's skeleton, skeletons inside of the swimming pool scene. So when she falls into the skeleton or into the pool that they've been digging up, yeah. there's skeletons in there, and those were real skeletons. And are there rumored to be? And a lot of times we've discussed they did use real skeletons in movies. Oh well, yeah,
1: because when like where it's they're cheaper, cheaper. Mm-hmm. way cheaper. Like in Texas Chainsaw, mm-hmm.
0: they're a lot cheaper to get. So. Some people said that. And then also, Dominique Dunn, the older daughter, after this first movie, was killed by her boyfriend. Um, He was like a... uh, It was like a passion, like crime of passion. He just really loved her. Fucking crazy, manipulative, asshole boyfriend. Fucking, they got in a fight and he fucking killed her. So she died and then later after heather died and then after the second one but the second you you remember in the second one uh uh reverend kane uh, it's a nice day for walking the creepy old dude that looked like he was a day away from death that guy had like really uh, really bad stomach cancer when filming that and i don't know people have tried to parallel all the deaths together and all the creepy situations together and I understand. And it is fun for like fun fan fan theory. But like, you know, at the same time, like there are parents out there. There are people. These are people's kids and shit. So it's like that's kind of like we'll let them decide if it's weird or not. You know, like I don't want to like just speak, you know, like that's not a movie. We're not talking about a movie death. We're talking about real life. That was a child, you know. And Heather O'Rourke, like, I'm not just pandering because she's passed away or trying to, like, you know, but she really is a great actress. Like, you know, when her little bird died, like, I mean, you really believe her. Like, that's a – she's a cute kid, man. Like, that's a definite great Uh, kid actor. I
1: even more believe that after they bury the bird, they're like, can I get a goldfish now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> such a good answer Dude, like. uh, tell me the dog in the beginning just having the time of his life just walking around room to room eating shit <laughs>
0: just trying yeah be, being the best living the best life he can
1: yeah I'm glad nothing happened to the dog I am too I am too although when they left the house I don't know what happened to the dog because the dog wasn't with them at the end
0: you know um,
1: so I don't know what happened to the dog I'm assuming it ran away
0: you know what is strange to me though like, you know, not like not in a cursed sense, but when you watch a film with somebody who passes away not too long after that, and I'm not even talking Heather in this first film, I'm talking uh, Dominique. Because mm-hmm. um, she died, like, pretty much just, like, you know, after the after this first movie, like, she wasn't in, in the second one. That's kind of cool to, like, I mean, hypothetically, if I were to, like, pass away next month, like, it would be neat that we have like in my prime like we have proof of that because there are so many people unfortunately that you lose and there's not proof of that so like how cool to like you went out on top man like i mean you she killed it too like she was like a fucking great actor you went out on top like you didn't get old and sell out and fucking what you said i wish you would have went old but like you know there's something beautiful in that and um Yeah, it's fucking crazy when you see people in films and you know, like Colin Clive in The Bride of Frankenstein. He only lived for like a year after that, maybe less than a year. And you watch that and you're like, damn, dude, this is like, this is it. This is it for you, bro. Like, that's kind of what you look like when you left the world. Like, it's like some vampire shit. You left the world beautiful. (laughs) Like, you know, like, you know, like there's a beauty in that. Like, because even if you get to live to have an old, beautiful life, you're going to be ugly. You know, you're going to be old and pretty. <laughs> you're going to be old and pretty. <laughs> they go out beautiful on top. Like, you know, like that's kind of a, – there's a beauty in that, man. So – but, yeah, I, I didn't want to pander too much on that or pay too much. You know, because as, as a parent, like, I don't – you know, I don't want to touch on anything too insensitive. But I think they all were – they really felt like a family. I felt like these people were family. And, and what's crazy is – even though Robbie's the only surviving member, which is weird, which is weird, but to think, like, that family, that could have been, like, a... Uh, if they would have had, like, a reunion thing, people people would have loved that. I mean, that's, like, a... Unfortunately, I mean, like, with Bob Saget dying and all his kids on Full House reaching out, it's just, like, yeah, you just get to a point where, like, some people feel like families on TV, and it's, like, you just got that right chemistry, and y'all crushed it. And... what's interesting about toby hooper is his range i mean obviously i think a lot of the family aspect came a little from steven spielberg but just to have that fucking range is incredible to me because he did um after texas chainsaw i mean he had salem's lot he comes into this i mean toby hooper was a fucking legend not many people are saying his name when they're saying, you know, Wes Craven, John Carpenter, George A. Romero, you know. When they start talking about, you know, Argento. Put fucking Hooper's name in that mix, too. You put some respect
1: on this boy's name.
0: Because he's good. He's good. And he honestly, out of like some of the interviews, like out of many people that you see interviewed, he was like one of the most chill back, like uh, he had like Greg Popovich vibes, you know, the coach for the Spurs. <laughs> you know, just like real like lay back like kind of vibes. I really appreciated his work. Um you, you just don't see that much mark. It's a horror film these days and usually it's brutal and which we it love. usually
1: is, man. This is like this is like it's it's got like Ghostbusters feel. It's got like um um What else is it? Like, Goonie vibes, you know what I mean? Uh Like, where it's like, as a family movie, but there's some shit going down. And it doesn't puss out. Like, it goes full. Which is crazy, because I'm telling you, like, I remember last time, I can't remember the last time I watched this movie, but I knew I was super, super young back when, like, you know, two TV stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I remember, because when I first turned it on, I was like, this shit, I was like, this is PG. I was like, how the fuck is this PG? Because I cause like, I, don't, I didn't barely remember the movie at all. Only thing I remembered was that pool scene of her falling in there and skeletons going around. And I must have been really fucking young because that's the only thing I remember. I was like, oh, shit, this is kind of like a scary movie. I must have been like six or something. I don't remember. But that's the only thing I've ever remembered from this movie is that.
0: What movie so, were we discussing were there, where we were talking about that changed the ratings? Or they went like they went pee like it was... Indiana Jones that year and something else oh
1: it wasn't it was uh ex- no it wasn't Exorcist was it no the
0: fuck was that know. you know what I'm talking about yeah, I know though? Like, I remember I know the exactly conversation I just about. don't
1: remember what movie we were doing so oh, which right. I should know because it's something that you may or may not know but
0: was it Monster Squad
1: no okay it has to be a PG-13 movie you know what I mean anyway let's not dwell on that I'm sure somebody's going to remember. I... Somebody's going to remember. We're going to figure it out, okay? We're going to figure it out
0: real quick, Mark, because we have some episodes here that we have done. Figure it out. I'm... Gremlins? Yep.
1: Gremlins was it. Yep. I that should have made sense because Steven Spielberg was in on it.
0: Fucking the Grims.
1: <laughs> the Grims.
0: The little fucking furry fucks. <laughs> yeah. I said that like some <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. The little furry fuckers. Tell me that video
1: didn't crack you up yeah, well, he was then. smoking in the airport. Yeah, it just, I, I don't know. I guess, was, I guess that was his wife or whatever or whatever. But for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh it was a TikTok or whatever, and it's just Andrew Dice Clay getting off a plane in Reno in the airport. And he's just smoking, mind his own business. And his wife's like, what are you doing? He's like, you can't do that in here. What do you mean? It's Reno.
0: She's like, that doesn't mean anything. He's like,
1: yeah, can, you can do whatever you want. He's like, you, you can do whatever you want here. Actually, I think you can. There's no people here. It's like a mall. <laughs> <laughs> and he just continues smoking. I'm pretty sure Andrew Dice Clay is the only person in the United States that can smoke anywhere he wants to.
0: He's got that big dick energy just coming in like, what are you going to do about it? I'm, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm walking out the door. <laughs> no. You can't stop me from leaving. You're going to stop me no. from leaving? I'm leaving right now.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah that was that was really funny Uh, so well Christian Ramey I'm uh this is a fascinating movie I'm even more fascinated to figure out something that you may or may not know about this movie mmm All right, here we go here. Welcome to the What Do You Know Here. This is a segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. I'm Marky Bananas. That's Chrissy Paymey. <laughs> Chrissy Payme over there. So we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know. <laughs> now, you may know what we know or you may not know what we know. But if you don't know what we know, you're about to find out what we know, then you have out a we-know-gasm. But if you already wouldn't know, you're already late to the party, your pants are sticky, you've already been there, we're good. So here we go. All right, I'm going to start off here with a fact here. Okay. Okay, so check this out, right? In this movie, Mm -hmm. Dominic Dunn, you know, she plays uh, Dana. The sister, yeah. The first daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. She is the sister to somebody. Now, you remember the American werewolf in London. I know that movie. You know the character? We did that movie. You know Jack? Yeah, the guy that got bit. Griffin Dunn? Yeah Oh. They're brother and sister oh. They are brother oh. and sister What a fact You didn't know that You didn't put the two duns together Did you No, no you didn't No, no, no you but that's, didn't.
0: that's very nice Thank you very much That's Thank very you. nice Thank you A horror family
1: Yes A family of horrors Family of horrors Your whole the horror family's world. horrors
0: Yeah Okay Yeah You wanna know something crazy Yeah So initially Uh huh You gotta think of who who, who was coming out hot At this time. Hot. Coming hot, hot, hot. Hot like sausages. Stephen King. Yeah. Stephen King, Uh the king himself, was set to write this script initially. But I guess he was asking for too much money, and it didn't work out that way. And Steven Spielberg said, no, 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 Mm. no thanks. But, you know, no hard feelings. Sure. But initially... I mean, this happens a lot. This is a common fact with, you know, that that happens with movies where it's, you know, sometimes supposedly supposed to be one. But this is the king. I mean, I'm not just trying to be like a nerd here saying some scary movie stuff. But for real, like if you really look at it, Stephen King, he's had so many fucking adaptations in the movies where it's like bro. You've controlled the horror game for the last 30, 40 years and I don't I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Like it's just fucking crazy to think about. So when his name comes into the picture we got to talk about it. <laughs>
1: That's pretty fucking interesting. That's a good fact. That's a very good fact. <laughs> hey, that was a good one. Wasn't Stop it? trying to make me laugh. I already lost it <laughs> you once like that, with your stupid ass. Stop. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking. I'm focusing on the microphone. Stop it. <laughs> I read that fact. Okay, so I got another fact here. You ready for this here? Yeah. yeah. Okay, check this. Check Daddy this out. Tell me, <laughs> <laughs> So the chair scene. All right, you know when they in the kitchen and the chairs move, she puts them back.
0: Oh, when they all stack up like well, a you fucking, would, like... That was kind of cool, actually. That, I like that scene. Even
1: though she didn't seem that scared by it, but the, if I turned around and my chairs were stacked up like that, I would shit my pants. Yeah, so Go anyways, on. about that scene mm-hmm. that I was going to talk about... Oh, I'm sorry. So anyways, so yeah, so that was all done in one shot. No way. Yes, it was. It was all done in one shot. So when she... Scoots them in for like the second or third time, and then she goes back, and then she turns around, and they're all stacked up. The crew took the chairs and then replaced it with the already assembled chairs and threw it on top of the table in one take, one one continuous shot. was no, cocaine
0: on the set? That's a that's somebody a hustle, had their, baby. Somebody
1: has some cocaine. You know they had weed so hey. somebody's got cocaine there.
0: I'm giving that the golf club. That's impressive, though. Like, just because I've seen this movie so many times, I know exactly what the fuck it is. It's you're literally like about. two seconds. It's like seconds. a Jenga fucking like, stack of chairs. Yeah,
1: they got like two seconds to get it over there, and they did it. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, that's actually really fucking bad. That's
1: pretty fucking amazing.
0: Very impressive. Yes. I like that fact a lot.
1: That's a now, good fact.
0: I've got one more for you because this is Poltergeist, so it deserves four facts. So deserves, I, like I mean, Pol- this I love, is really
1: a pillar. Yeah, I love Poltergeist. Yes.
0: So, we know a young actress by the name of Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Drew Barrymore, well, which she's is not really young. funny. She's, if she's... If, you, if you really wanted to look at face shapes, her and I, like, she looks like my mom, and I have the same face shape as her. If you really look down to it, I think I'm you like,
1: look like Sandra Bullock. I do, I do.
0: But even my daughter fucking looks like her. Like, it's really strange. Like, if you look at like fucking young E.T. But anyways, where that ties in. Mm-hmm. Where that ties in. Yeah. Drew Barrymore tried out to be Carol Ann for Poltergeist. And, and, and Steven, uh, Steven Spielberg said, you know, I like you, but not for this. I'm going to put you in a little picture I call E.T. Hmm. So she tried out and didn't get this but she got another job and obviously that was legendary and set her career off obviously. and then she did firestarter she did cat's eye she did a whole fucking array of horror movie films and she got fucking wild she got crazy i love drew barry yeah she married tom green yeah i mean what the f- yeah that makes you cool that makes you cool in my book that sure. shows that you've got a sense
1: uh humor, humor. Yeah. Hey. Very good, very good. Wow. Those are some great facts here for Poltergeist. Do you know any other facts? Would this ruin the mic? Yes. Okay. Do not do that.
0: Well, we talked about the skeletons initially. We talked about that stuff. So I don't have any other kind of broad fact besides that. The only thing I really will say is to that point again, even though... They said there was drama. They tried to play like there was more drama be- between Toby Hooper and between Steven Spielberg than there actually was. Even though they was like kind of touchy cuz they both really had, their, you know, their dicks in a hole really making this movie, but they made they played it off like these two hated each other and they don't really. They don't. Anytime you hear like heard any one of them talk about each other, it was the utmost respect. So, you get two different-minded people coming together putting this together and that's some stuff you might not know so even though they make it seem like they don't like each other they did or they do because steven's still alive he's still here cincinnati baby cincinnati native
1: that's great fantastic what a load of facts here we just gave you a bulge of facts for yourself here way to go all right Whoa. Until next time, Whoa. that's Chrissy Payme on Rocky Bananas. This is the What Do You Know here.
0: Well, that was a real fact burger helper, wasn't it?
1: A fact burger helper. I'm just joshing
0: with you, guy. I don't mean to get too serious.
1: <laughs> it's not even that funny, but he caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> that boom caught you off. Guard. I know.
0: You're about to pull your weapon on me. Mark almost <laughs> shot me down here. Really? No, I
1: didn't. I don't have my gun on me. So chill out.
0: No, he does. He shows me. No. Mark's one of them guys that always has a grenade. No, a gun, I don't think I hate those guys.
1: Like, you know, like when guys carry around guns, they like, pull out their gun. Like... I hate that shit it's like, too. Oh, it's like, okay, I get it. You have a gun. That's great. That's cool, boom. Nobody's scared of you that you have a gun. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that shit, that shit would piss me off. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. me too. Tell you what, man, tell you what, that medium in this movie cracking me up. She's been in a lot of stuff, dude. What the hell is that lady's what name? What is that lady's name? But her voice is just nuts. I like. I think she's done a lot of voiceover work too, hasn't she? Absolutely.
0: She's done a lot of voiceover work. Um, God damn it. She's going to piss me off because I want to, uh, oh, Zelda Rubenstein? Or yeah. R- Rubenstein? I don't know how the fuck you say it. <laughs> Rubenstein. Yeah, she. Carol Ann, get out of the light. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's just got that like great voice. She was in a, what was she that, really, Sixteen Candles. She's yeah, in a lot of
1: movies. She lightens the mood of the movie. Honestly, like you, you, once things start to get intense and you bring in this lady, <laughs> you can't take her serious when she's talking.
0: You guys got a podcast.
1: She just got such a
0: fucking voice that's like not. A, a, no one else has it. No. No one else has nobody it.
1: can even imitate that voice. It's just something some fucking shit happened when you were in the womb and like strangled your throat that made you have that noise.
0: Yeah, she passed away. RIP love that lady. She was fucking awesome. And her name's Zelda. What kind of fucking shit is that? That's cool, man. Yeah. Your name's Zelda? I'm Jelly. I'm Jelly. I wish my name was Zelda.
1: Caroline
0: Caroline Not gonna
1: lie.
0: <laughs> you must tell her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Christian Ramey, what's your favorite part of this movie? Please tell me.
0: You know, it's weird. I hadn't thought about that up to this point. Um... Aside from the, and you know, it's like aside from the family bond, because I really do, man. I'm not trying to be sappy, but I really do appreciate that. It's just fun. They're like, good. It's a good mom and a good dad. Like you wish that was your mom and dad, like a mom and dad like that. Even if you got a good mom and dad, it's just these guys are awesome, in that sense. But if I had to go a favorite scene, it would probably be the son when he's by himself, just fucking afraid, and you're just seeing him like counting the thunder and the lightning, and then he throws his like star wars jacket over the clown because i really liked that clown but that was such an honest scene and like i'm sure little girls went to that too but it's like a like when you're a little boy like you just totally understand you're trying to be brave and tough but this dude's like nah bro like fuck this clown he ain't gonna look at me no more man like uh, it was so real there was such a realness to it that i really liked that um It's either that or the the guy stealing the chili. That's really funny. <laughs> but what about you, Mark? What are you, what are you going with here?
1: I'm going um, with the part of the movie where the portal isn't open now, and they tie her to a rope, and then she and then uh, you know Diane the mom's like, "I'm going in after my daughter," and Zelda's like. No, you can't go in there. You don't know what you're doing. You've never done this before. And the mom was like, You haven't either. And then Zoe was just like, You're right, you go. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, Fuck that, I ain't going in there, you go.
0: I know, man. That's what, like she was just such a badass mom. Like, even though she's just like a like a I don't want to say like a trophy wife kind of thing but she's just like a beautiful hot mom and she's like nah but I'll throw it down for my kids I'll fight these demon creatures and, and shit I, I really appreciated that mindset so many know, people would be
1: like fuck this I'm out." you know it's a cool little thing I noticed too like uh, if you are a watcher of adult cartoons Family Guy okay now Family Guy has gone downhill a lot it's got over sure. overdone and overwashed. but there is one episode that they did very well and they did the Poltergeist episode where they pretty much did an entire parody of the movie in, like, 30 minutes.
0: I feel like I've seen it, but I don't know if it's, I had. It's uh, weird dude, it's not sticking out.
1: Uh, dude, if you haven't, watched it. It's an entire episode of Poltergeist, and they do everything to a T in the movie. Like, down from Stewie going to the TV, like, you know, the pervert Herman is the <laughs> psychic trying to help him and all this and they did everything that was all the main points of the movie were hitting the cartoon and follow the story and they just made funny everything till the very end where they go to a motel and they put the tv out you know they hit everything to a t and it's so funny watching it because watching it in reverse now because the last version i saw was family guy doing that now you watch this movie like oh shit like they're hitting it to a t it's a cool little thing to you know. Watch Oh, it. yeah. and Watch then it.
0: You remember in Scary Movie 2, like, where the ghost, uh, I don't want to say the R word, but the ghost rape scene? Yeah. Where, <laughs> where she came in, and, like, she <clears> had <throat> the same jersey as the mom did when she was getting, like, her shirt pulled up when she was in bed, when you think everything's safe, and then, the you know, it comes back for a second time. Yeah. Replayed that scene out. That was kind of funny. And then, obviously, the clown scene, it got Ray, but it, like, was doing you know, like he like Smokey, captured him again. Smokey got in, in like the tree. Oh like yeah the when it when smoked a... yeah when it fucking smoked him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> smoked shorty. <laughs> like It's so stupid but funny. Oh dude I love those movies. I do. I do. They are uh, well, the first two at least I really love. Those two movies were really funny. But poltergeist man, there's like I there are pillars in horror, and this one is definitely it. Like, not enough can be said. This is our 41, 40, 41st episode together, Mark. Is it? 41st. Wow. And, and it's crazy that we've been through 40 films and haven't covered Poltergeist yet.
1: There's too many to cover, man. It's going to take a while.
0: It is, and that's really that's really neat and interesting.
1: It's going to take a while. You really
0: don't think, like, because even if, like, we're saying right now it's going to take a while because there's so many more, but that's not that weird to think that you've seen that many fucking movies. Like, you've seen 41 movies at least, and that's the tip of the iceberg. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. Like, it you're like, nice. damn, like, I've seen a lot of fucking movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't really think about it till you start putting these sons of bitches down on paper.
1: Right. And you're like, goddamn, dude. Well, but- I'm curious to see where this rates as a horror movie on our scale of movies that we've already done. Chris Ramey, let's get into it right now. Go. Sloppy Horror Rating, baby, yeah! Oh yeah, baby boy, it's the Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating. This is the segment of the show. If you're not familiar, Christian Ramey is a horror movie nerd, and he's going to rate this movie as a horror movie, not a movie in general, so keep that in mind. We're going to do this in a series of four categories, three to categories worth three points, last category is worth one point for a total of Ten points altogether. Yes, it is.
0: We're rolling through, baby. Yeah, we are. I like this. I love our ratings. I'm not going to lie because I, I, even though sometimes you might get a wonky number or a number that might not feel right, I really, in my heart of hearts, when I think of a horror movie, I think these categories make it. And I like that my fuck with it category is only a one-point thing because that a lot of times, like if you go through Siskel and Ebert, because whether you want to agree with it or not, Mark, you're a movie critic, or at least you have been for 41 movies. And that being said, a lot of times people are like, I think this movie's trash, Or I think this movie's like, you know, uh, amazing and I'm going to put it on a level. I really like the fact that we can try to, even if we don't like it, we can at least rate it in a few categories before we get down to our personal opinion.
1: Well, yes, you know, I mean, this is a very, this is a very uh, practical and fair scale. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So since we're talking about the scale, let's get on to the first category here in the Sloppy Hoar podcast rating and that is casting. I,
0: I mean, honestly, it's like, it's the strongest category. It's the it's the strongest category out of all these categories. Even out of the fucks with the category, there is just a way we discussed earlier they just look like a family, dude. And there's no like way about it where it's like it even feels forced. Like that feels like an honest family. It shows the ups, the downs, the left's, the rights. It's not perfect. They're not perfect like hello dad. <laughs> like it's not that way. It's just a real family. Craig T uh Craig T. Nelson, Joe Beth Williams. Dominique Dunn, Heather O'Rourke, uh, they all just fucking crushed it. That Zelda lady. There wasn't a person where you thought like oh, what oh okay, that's a little campy or that's a little weird. Like you, you don't get that at all. Everybody gels well together. I'm giving this a fucking three.
1: Yep, you very well get sucked into it. hmm. And sucked into the idea in the field thing, so that's good. All right, so that's three out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast Ratings going to the second category here on the sloppy Horror podcast rating, and that is Kills.
0: Did Mr. Teague die? I don't know if he did. But what's Guy's name? What, what, uh, Return of the Living Dead guy. uh, Karis, what the fuck is that guy's name? No, know. he didn't die. James Karen. Yeah, he didn't
1: die. He got hit with that shockwave, though, right? Get a hold of yourself, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> no, Uh-oh. no. No, No, this this is a family style of horror movie. This is PG. I don't think there's... No, he didn't die. So there's no death, folks. No death.
0: That is a zero, I can tell already. There's a zero, folks. And as great as Poltergeist is, when we are talking horror films, what is it that people fear the most? Death. That's right, Mark. And if you have zero death, that
1: definitely adds to the factor of kills. So we're going to have to give this a zero... Damn, first zero I think in kills ever. Well, it makes sense though, because there aren't any deaths in it. Yeah, but it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. No, no not big, big, deal, a big deal. No big deal. Him. All right, so that's still three out of ten so far. After two categories, going to the third and final three point category here on the Sloppy War Podcast rating, and that is fear. Mm-hmm. Now, Mark, I, I I have pondered this a little. I have this pondered a little. Just a little. I
0: really feel confident and comfortable at it too. Now, if you're a person like you or I, you and I aren't afraid of a whole lot. Like, it just like kind of, we you and I. Uh, apparently, we're like not the norm anymore. Apparently, you know, your Clint Eastwood, John Wayne, like fucking tough guy approach. Like, if you like, Mark, I could hypothetically, you could get shot right now, and if it wasn't bad, you'd be like, Nah, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm all right. Leave me alone. All right, I'll go by myself. Like you, like you just, we, you have that mindset of like, I'm okay. Let's make sure everyone else is okay but we're a little cold. We're a little cold, but I'm thinking about this, Mark, and especially since kills is so low. I feel like this deserves it too because it's such a family-oriented thing. Are you going to shit your pants scared? No. No no I don't think so but as a parent dude there are times like watching this movie like I'm not saying like I'm tearing up but you're like fuck dude like your kids bro that's scary like I don't care about nothing else like I would never want to see anything happen to you but you're a grown man if like if I was hanging out with you Mark and some demon creature came out and sliced my head off you would care less about that than if my kids got their heads sliced off like you know what I mean like you'd be like oh shit so like there's just a level of like your family and kids there's a vulnerability Ability with kids, and um, I think they do such a great job at building the suspense. It's not just like, ah, here's a creepy
1: thing. Ah, it doesn't make sense. Well, then you think it's all over, and then they get hit again. It does a wonderful job. This
0: house is clean.
1: No, it ain't. <laughs> yeah, AG no, does it like ain't. the little
0: this house is clean.
1: <laughs> all right, so that's two. That's a
0: total. Of- do you agree? that? Do you hate that? Do you hate that? I know you're not. Like, Mark, I feel like I could show you real life cartel and like in Taliban videos and you'd be like, fuck them dudes. Like, you're a tough dude, Mark. You're a tough dude. Well, fear. Mm, thank you. Like, that's the tough, like, that's always the category. I always feel the most worrisome that you're going to look at me like, whatever, weirdo. Like, you know what I mean? Because you, uh, but I feel the same as you, but that's kind of a tough category because and I, I really try true. to incorporate everything. Well, it's
1: a tough category. I was originally thinking like 1.5, but after you said the kid aspect into it, which gets more fear in towards the adults, and two makes sense to me. There was a brokenness in Craig T. Nelson where he's like, dude, what the
0: fuck is going on? Where's my daughter? Like, yeah. There's this kind of like, well, sure, blank yeah. out when look you look at it like that way, yeah. And uh, So that gives that to me. Okay. Kids involved, I'm giving it a two.
1: All right, so that is five out of ten so far here. After three categories, let's go on to the final one-point category for half a point each, asking if we fucks with this movie here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. So, Christian Ramey, do you fuck with Poltergeist 1982?
0: Yee. 100%. Ooh, what a toy. 100%. It's a twat? fantastic movie. Yes. And, um, folks... I don't know what more... If this finishes as a five and a half or a six, I need you folks to understand, as we've pontificated throughout this whole show, this is a kid... This is a family-oriented horror movie. So when you're competing with uh, Last House on the left, if you're competing with a house of a thousand corpses, if you're competing with Hostel, where they're like literally chopping people's bodies, or a terrifier where you're sawing a girl from her vagina through her skull... like. You have to put it in comparison. So don't take offense
1: if you are a Poltergeist fan. They understand. Oh, I hope so. This is a family, this is kind of like a family horror movie. And we're rating it as a horror movie. So we can only go so high when you do this, okay? When Mm -hmm. when almost everybody can watch it, you can only go so high. But I will fuck with this movie too. So that is 6 out of 10 total for the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating of Poltergeist 1982. Yeah, no, the man. only reason it's so low on the horror scale is because there's no kills. So please keep that in mind.
0: There's no deaths, but there is some fear elements. And I tell you what, if uh, you know, it, it's just a lot of fun. And honestly, throughout this whole time of discussing this movie, like I know the answer, but I'm really interested to hear the explanation. And that's of your fucking segment, Mark, your parent segment, because you're not a parent. And if you had kids, what are you going to do with them, Mark? Let me hear what you're going to fucking do with them. Let's go. Hit the fucking music. I missed you, mister. Mister, mister, Rozzock. Tell him if you're old enough to watch that scary stuff. Shit's for the parents who will give a fuck. Yeah. What a hot jam. Oh, yeah. So, Mark, here's the thing. Folks, boys and girls, as we just stated, Ozark, Mark does not have kids, so I find that, because I'm a fucking nerd, man, I'm trying to force my kids, not force them, but like, whenever they're cool with watching something, I'm gonna let them watch something, and I'm probably the wrong person to ask, so I really like Mark, because... Mark, your wife. I mean, I, I believe you guys got younger brothers and sisters, things like that. So you occasionally have some younger kids in your life. So
1: I, this yeah. is a really fun aspect. I mean, for I you. used to. They're almost both in high school now. So, well, well. But yeah, I did have. I've have I've had children of a young. Age in my possession, more, so you know that time. experience. So yes. I
0: really find that fun because you—you know—I mean, you're not trying to fuck somebody's kid up and say like, "Here, watch The Exorcist and go no, back this home is to perfect. Your It's perfect
1: too because I've always—I'm always—I'm always, I'm always, I'm always uh, eerie about some horror movies, and I gotta really think about it. So. Especially sometimes, see, so poltergeist. Yeah, man. If you got some kids over, I imagine it's not going to be too old of an age. But um... no, well, this is a tough one because, like I said, I mean, the last I think the last time I saw this movie was when I was like six or something. No, granted, it was on TV, and I don't think I saw the whole thing. But I, ever since I was six years old, the only thing I remember for this movie, like I said, was the pool scene where there's a bunch of dead bodies.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: and she's screaming, and that's an intense kind of scene. Now that I look at it, now it's not. Now that I see, it, it's whole, it's got the whole family, like I said, Ghostbusters, Goonies type of feel, Indiana Jones type, Steven Spielberg kind of filming it. So, but you got to understand that uh, when I was, when you're younger, you see things once, and then you, you let your their imagination does the fucking rest.
0: It locks in them. Retinas. It locks in them, and <laughs> then they start building
1: things, and then like I don't, I I don't remember this movie being like this at all. You know, what I mean, I thought it was a lot scarier. Like when I first saw it, I was like, "This is rated PG. Like, there's no way." So, um, you know, I mean, I really think it is a family horror movie. There's nothing crazy that uh, you don't want any of your kids to see. There's you, nothing in there like that. So, I
0: let my three year old watch it.
1: Your three year old can watch anything, okay? Because she's a psychopath.
0: <laughs> she kind of is. But
1: if you have just if you have a normal child, <laughs> um, eight eight.
0: Eight's perfect, eight, dude.
1: Eight is—I think eight's good because, you know,
0: I actually didn't even like—I didn't let my youngest watch. it. I was down here doing laundry earlier, just you know, because I always watch the movie again day of. Like I'll watch it usually a couple days before, but it's like one of those where like I fall asleep to it kind of thing where I just put it on. I'll make it like halfway through. But a lot of these movies I've seen, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this fucking yeah. movie. But I put it—I uh, put it back on today because there's just kind of a. Be it the soundtrack, the score, whatever's going on. I mean, Mark. I mean, there's many times you've come over and the movie's still on. Like I just, I just. I mean, obviously I've seen it. I don't need to watch it again, but it just puts you in the fucking mindset and the feel. But she came down here and it was the scene where the lightning and I knew the clown was about to come up, and I was like, eh, let's go back upstairs. <laughs> let's let's go back upstairs. It's either
1: that. Yeah, I mean, if the kid has a fear of clowns might be that or again it's the final where all the dead bodies and stuff are coming up so that might freak some kind of child out
0: yeah if it's but like the chair scene if, like you're like okay maybe
1: like there's no, lots
0: of parts that are it's cool. very
1: light-hearted i mean and they they won't they'll learn to be not scared of it because they're still living in their house like when he opens the door and stuff flying around he's like oh yeah here and like they're not scared of it anymore so like you know i mean <laughs> you gotta think of that i think eight you'll be safe if your kid's a little tougher or a little bit more psychotic, you can go younger than that, like Maybe Christian. Five. Yeah, 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 you can. I mean, you got. You, I mean, you could do whatever you want here. I'm just trying to tell you.
0: <laughs> you know, in, you know what we didn't discuss, Mark? This could be a runner-up for a favorite scene. You remember when uh, the wife was excited because the chairs were moving, and then the husband gets home. And, like, as soon as he gets home, he's just like, normal dad, just, like, close my fucking car door. And she's, like, he's trying to take the trash cans in because, of course, she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And she's, like, come here. You've got to see this. And she runs and grabs his hands and she, like, drags him to the door. He has to, like, drop the trash can. I thought that was such a funny scene but, like, kind of realistic just in the sense of, like, What are you doing, woman? I'm trying to
1: fucking do something here. When they get excited, you have to drop everything. Oh, (laughs) dude, yeah. No matter what it is.
0: So I'm going through this phase, and you're going to fucking hear about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, tell me everything, please.
1: Well, Christian, Ramey, we are running out of time here. We like to keep it at a certain time for you motherfuckers. The grains of sand are falling low. Motherfuckers. So, that's it for you for Poltergeist, 1982. Great movie, great family film. Good thing it to watch. It doesn't
0: feel like 1982, if I can say one last thing about it. It really doesn't. I mean, I'm not saying it feels like it's 2022, but it's, um, weirdly, it doesn't. Even though that is 1982, it's still super fucking watchable. You're not going to watch this like, what is this weird old film? i got to force myself to watch this. It's very watchable. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm, I'm like, I can fall right back into it. It just, it looks well. It's not too, like, old or dated looking for being that old. I mean, it's older than you and I. It's older than you and I, and it just doesn't feel like that at all. So, that's good stuff, man. Now, if you guys have to look at this here, we've got two more episodes after this, correct, Mark? I think so. Or well, you can beep it out. We have... <laughs> and then we have <laughs> we got two
1: episodes my left okay sorry i don't know man you yeah know. no we do We. You, i had the list somewhere i just don't have it in front of me i'm sorry no we do and um
0: the only hint i'm going to give you folks oh give me the hint at the next movie they're... do it do it do it do it do it they're both stephen kings but not your typical Not sure. Oh, wait, I know what they both are now.
1: I remember. Uh Yeah. Uh Uh Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Now, if you're smart enough, you can, you know, if you're looking at me right now, now, Ozark's the producer. Now, I don't know if it's on my face right now during the video part, but if it is, if you paused it, you could really just pause the scene and look behind me. And you can find all the resources. Now, which one it is? There's a lot of Stephen King back there, baby, so you're really going to have to figure it out. But think of winter and thinking of having a fun time, and you could probably have an assumption. So assumption. That that's the only hint I'm going to give you. So if you're an audio listener on one of our audio platforms, maybe you should hop to the YouTube. If
1: really maybe you should do it visually, I'm your biggest buddy. fan.
0: Um, but, you know, I think if we get to the bottom of this, Mark, I've talked to, you know, because I... <clears throat> I don't know about you, Mark. You tell me right now. You're you're the um, you took a break, right? Right. And I we can take another week or two break in between the the seasons if you would like. But I'm telling you, I've taken polls. I've asked people if they'd rather have like a, a, a poll of the people and see what movies they want, or if we'd rather a season of sequels and like everyone has set a season of sequels. Wow. People have really liked that idea. And I you know, I'm on TikTok live quite often and I ask all the time because obviously that's our job to try to give you guys what you want. I mean, we can act as confident as we want, but at the end of the day, without you guys, we aren't shit. So I, all the people I've asked, everyone has said a season of sequels. So I don't know if you want to take a break or not in between. You don't have to answer right now. But we can get to the bottom of it. But I'm really feeling confident on the season of sequels because there's so many horror franchises out there with great— I mean, think about this. A Nightmare on Elm Street, just the uh, uh, initial—there's seven. There's seven of those motherfuckers. We've only talked about one of them. Yeah we talk about Freddy Krueger like he's something, but it wasn't just one movie. I mean, there's fucking seven of these sons of bitches. Yeah. Plus plus Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. We're not talking about the remake. Ever. Yeah. But, I don't know, folks. You'll see what's coming up, but next week, well, this week, actually, because you're listening today because it's a Monday. This week is the start of some contests. We're going to have some stuff. I don't know if it's going to be candles, some stickers, some shirts We don't t-shirts. know yet.
1: Just pay attention on social media, okay? Make sure you follow us on all the social media. We got contests. We got special edition shirts that only are going to be given out on contest. These shirts, you can't buy them. They're not part of the – this shirt is not a part of something I'm designing for – our everyday merch. This one is of a special. Kind. This is one of a kind. It's getting screen printed. It's a nice fucking shirt. It's a nice fucking shirt. I don't even have one of the shirts.
0: Exactly. Okay. And That's then, how nice it is. And then also, folks, I am launching the website again because we, we put it down to do some adjustments on there. So if you guys have tried to go the last couple of weeks, we put it down to make some adjustments. But it ain't there. We are. What we want to do, folks, is give you guys a new source because what uh, my main my main goal here is at Sloppy Horror to teach you guys the impact of horror movies. And if we don't, if we don't stop making, you know, look at this. It's 2021. What horror movies do we have? We had Halloween. We had Candyman. We had a Chucky TV series. And now we have Scream 5 coming out. This is shit that was our childhood. You know, when I was born, Ozark, Mark, it was 1989. And Halloween was already on their fifth movie. I'm 32 and there's now more? Mm -hmm. That's silly, guys. They're piggybacking off of Legends. And I don't like that at all. And I would much rather... Think about it. You and I could afford to make Terrifier. You and I could afford to make Terrifier. And that's fucking legendary because you're giving us a new killer. You're giving us new stuff. So... With these news sources, A, we will tell you about the, the popular movies and like the crazy things. But the, the main point is, is I want to shine some light on these lower directors and movies that need light. Mark, when we were in high school, we, you, would take a, you could take a date out to the movies. You can go to the movie, not a date or whatever. You can go to the movies or with your friends and there would be movies like 13 Ghosts. Skeleton Key, Joyride, random B-picture horror movies that you could just go like fucking see and enjoy, and they weren't promoted like an Avengers movie. They weren't promoted like this last Halloween Kills. Now, this isn't all production companies' faults because Netflix is out, and people would much rather watch movies at home without their pants on, and I get that. But that's why we're creating the news source, Mark, because we want folks to have access to other movies cuz if you're looking for s- some horror movies i mean most people these days if it isn't in the trending now on netflix they're just not watching it have you seen tiger king have you seen squid games have you se- people just want to watch the it thing so we're going to spread some news about that so we got contest we got a news source coming out guys we are going so fucking banana rama for this year we're not playing games man we're not fucking playing games. Sloppy horror, honestly, if we had a fucking motto, it's what's best for the genre. I love horror movies so much, and I want to see what's best for the genre, even if it was uh, better. If it does better than I do. So that's what our goal is here, and I fucking appreciate all of you guys. So look forward to these contests, these one-of-a-kind shirts Mark's talking about. And you don't know. I don't know if it's going to be shirts next week, next week. It might just be some candles, whatever, but these fucking things, Mark's, Mark's been brewing up some shit, man. You wait for what Ozark's got in store and what old Christian's got in store. We're here to bring you what we need, folks. Because uh, do we talk about new horror movies every week? No, we don't. First off, I'm not going to take an hour to talk about a new movie, because, especially if I don't like it, because I'm not going to take an hour to talk about something I don't like. But, folks, I hope if we can do anything, we can teach you the impact of these movies Jaws came out. Sharks are overhunted. People don't think about that. But there are impacts of these movies, and since the beginning of time, there have been fucking horror movies, and we are here to represent that. And we are here to save the genre. I care more about the genre than my fucking self. So if you guys are here, we appreciate you. We fucking love you. And um, also, too, I mean, Mark and I aren't the kind of guys that are like, Hey, guys, smash that fucking like button, bro. We're going to be back next week. We hate that shit. Like with a like a deep level of fire within our soul that is not us. So if I can give you something that's not that way, I don't know what you're watching on or what you're listening on, but if you're on YouTube right now, give us a fucking like. You're going to watch the whole episode, but you're not going to like it or give us a comment. We want to know where you're from. If you hate the episode, tell us. We don't If if you're on Spotify, they have ratings now. Just give us if we, I am don't you wrap me up.
1: Wrap Don't you wrap up. Don't you, you wrap me up. Woo! <laughs> Ric Flair. You're rambling on far too long here. No, Save I'm not. your
0: rambles for the live. Oh, I do, folks. But there are yeah. people that only listen to our episodes well, and not our lives. lives. Well, that is true. Find me on TikTok Live. But uh, all I'm saying is, folks. Make sure that you're a part of this, and wherever you're listening, we don't really give a fuck if you give likes or comments or shares. We don't care. We would just rather be here to entertain you, and that would mean the world to us more than anything, but it really does appease the YouTube gods, the TikTok gods, the Spotify gods. They really like that shit when you guys give ratings and comments and likes and shares, so it would really mean the fucking world to us as a growing channel. So, I'm sorry, Ozark. I just had to get that part out. I love you boys and girls. Ozark's pretty cool, too. He's uh, he's looking at me like he's going to kill me.
1: You got anything, buddy? No. <laughs> Go Bengals? That's I can't because I don't know what's going to happen. It's gonna it's, The game is Saturday, and now technically this is Monday, so I don't know if they won or lost yet. They got a chance with the Raiders. I think they Mm -hmm. got a chance with the Raiders. All right, guys. We hope you have a great week,
0: and we will be back two more episodes on this season.